0: Hello! Welcome to Episode 3 of our new podcast, Loving Parenting, where our goal is to improve our relationships by going beyond our comfort zone one small step at a time. The title of Episode 3 is, Why Even Try to Improve the Relationship? In Episode 2, we spoke about affirmation for parents. We emphasized how important it is for parents to realize that their sincere efforts to improve their relationships with their children are truly valuable. These efforts are valuable even if there are no perceptible results in the immediate future. It really is hard work to improve a relationship And if you don't see results right away, it can be very discouraging. You might be thinking, what's the point of all this effort? Why even try to improve the relationship? This episode, episode three, addresses this question. There are several reasons why you should keep trying even if you don't see results. But before I list the reasons, I want to emphasize the importance of having a counselor or advisor who can guide you in your particular situation. If you don't see results, you should consult with your counselor to see whether you should try a different approach. Of course, even if you are using the best possible approach, there may be times when you feel discouraged. Here are some things to consider when you need a boost to your motivation. Firstly, contemplate the fact that you are your child's only mother or father. Many different people influence your child at various points in your child's life, but the mother and father have a special place in your child's heart. Deep down, a child really longs to have a good relationship with his or her parents. But if that is not possible for some reason then the child will always feel some degree of torment. Your efforts to improve the relationship can greatly soothe whatever torments your child feels in connection with that relationship. If you show and express love to your child, you satisfy a deep need within your child. As mentioned, a child really wants to have a good relationship with his or her parents. So when you show love and caring to your child, you make a deep impression on your child. Second, you owe it to yourself to be the best parent that you can be for your child. You gave birth to this child, so it is up to you to do the best that you can to help, support, and nurture this child that you brought into the world. When you get old and look back on your life, you'll want to feel that you did the best you could for that child. Now we're up to the third point. I'll review all of these points at the end to help you better remember all of the points that were made. Third, the approaches that you develop in the context of improving your relationship with your child will help you with all kinds of relationships. For example, with your spouse, your siblings, your co-workers, your neighbors, etc. In future episodes, beginning with the next one, episode 4, we'll start looking at various principles that are the foundation for good relationships between people. These principles are so general that any effort to act on these principles is sure to benefit all of your relationships. While working on developing this podcast, I've been putting these principles into practice, and I have found them to be very beneficial to my relationships with family members and with coworkers. So, once you have listened to and absorbed several episodes of this podcast and put them into practice, then you'll realize that the principles that you have absorbed could indeed improve all of your relationships. Fourth, and finally, Consider one of the most fundamental principles in the whole Torah, if not the most fundamental principle. This principle applies only to Jews, and a comparable principle that applies to non-Jews will be mentioned shortly. This principle is the concept of Ahava Sisrael love for your fellow Jew. It sounds like a simple thing to do. Sure, I love all Jews. We're one big family and do indeed originate from one family, the family of Yaakov, Jacob in English, our father. It is easy to love someone that you like, someone who seems to be a nice person. But what about loving someone who doesn't seem lovable, someone who is obnoxious or hostile, for example? What about loving someone when it's not comfortable or pleasant? That really is a challenge. Loving your child might sometimes be very challenging. The only way to really love someone in these situations is to look deeper than the surface. The other person's unpleasantness is really superficial compared to the person's essence, which is the person's soul. The soul is pure and unsullied by a person's experiences, traumas, disappointments, and other negative factors. If you keep in mind that your soul and the other person's soul share a common origin and have an unbreakable bond, then you can feel and express love for the person despite any superficial hindrances. If you look deeper than the superficial features of the other person and focus on the person's true inner essence, then you can show love to a person who seems unpleasant. Although we cannot perceive another person's inner essence, just knowing that it exists helps to act in accordance with the reality of that essence. Thus, when you think of the vital importance of acting with Avas Yisrael, then you will feel motivated to act loving toward your child, particularly since you, as the child's parent, do have some awareness of your child's pure essence. Although this discussion of Avas Yisrael is relevant only to Jews, the basic concept is also relevant to non-Jews, and that is as follows. Every person has a pure soul, which is his or her essence. Any unpleasant characteristics that a person might have are relatively insignificant compared to this pure soul. When you focus on the existence of the soul, then you become able to show love even to your child, who may seem unpleasant. In summary, these are the four concepts that we examined in this episode. These concepts can keep you motivated to continue your efforts to improve your relationship with your child, even when it seems difficult and discouraging. Number one, you are your child's only mother or father. Your child longs to have a good relationship with you. Showing love to your child satisfies a deep need that your child has. Number two, you owe it to yourself to give the best help and support that you can to this child that you brought into this world. Number three, the approaches that you practice using to improve your relationship with your child can improve all of your relationships. Number four, focus on the existence and the reality of your child's soul in order to overlook any superficial unpleasantness that your child may have. I welcome your comments, feedback, questions, and suggestions for topics, and I've set up an email address for this purpose. The address is LovingParenting123 at gmail dot com. Thank you for tuning in, and hope you'll tune in to future episodes.